The Wolfpack men's basketball team has desperately need to hit a lick, but time after time after time, they're consistently hitting the bricks. You are locked on Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Wolfpack Nation? It's time to get locked in with Locked On. Thanks for making Locked On Wolfpack your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can join today and you can get $200 back in bonus bets with just a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Happy Monday to all. As always, I'm Grayson Boone, joined by former Wolfpack defensive tackle Kenton Gibbs. Kenton, we had talked at the end of last week that the men's basketball team had another ACC road game up in Syracuse on Saturday, and it felt very much like a hinge game or a fork in the road game. A lot of the rest of the season felt like it depended on potentially the outcome of that game. And what did they do? They went up to the Carrier Dome and they no-showed again. It was another extremely slow start in the first half, really gotten into a bad habit lately of doing that. And just, I mean, it it really just felt like they mailed it in from there. And I'm going to be completely honest about something. So during this game, I had tweeted, well, this laundry ain't going to fold itself. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, I actually did turn the game off and started doing laundry. The men's basketball team has brought me to this point in watching these games now. And that is, that's a tough pill to swallow because it's the same story every single night. You got to find a way to generate offense. You have to be able to hit shots consistently. If you lose this game, it's going to start to hurt you. Really need to win it. And then we go out and no show. You can talk about Keats's tenure. You could talk about apathy, which we'll do in just a little bit, but what a rough showing up in Syracuse. Kenton Sign says, I'm a Wolfpack fan seeking a quad one win i'll tell you what kenton i'll take just about any win right now is now we're on a three-game skid this is embarrassing this is sad this is ugly and you know you talk about hey this this team is is what type of road or what type of path are they on and and you know we don't want to talk about the the journey that kevin keeps entire tenure here is taking well, I want to quote Boys to Men. Although we've come to the end of the road, still I can't let go because I feel like Boo Corrigan is going to be a fool enough to hang on for another year. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's not the case with what I'm seeing. I'm hoping that's not. And we talk about this all the time. You can't carry on like this. And the worst part about this, I talk about this a lot. When you build teams through the portal, one of the things that you worry about is chemistry. One of the things you worry about a lot is chemistry. And I know that Coach Keats is of the age and and of the the um, cultural descent to where the, the May song, We Are One, should mean something to him. He needs to play that for this team because I feel like this team does not like each other. 
I feel like this team is something with the chemistry that these guys just, they don't play for one another in the way that you felt last year. Because it wasn't just about the wins. It was also about the fact you could tell in the little things. You could tell in the little things that team cared for each other so deeply. You could tell. When when a guy hit the deck, everybody was going to help him up. I believe it was uh, DPJ hit the deck in this game, and guys just kind of looked around. That's your teammate on the ground. And this ain't football where that's part of the deal. Like, And even then, I don't want to see nobody walking by and not helping them up. But this is basketball. That's a rare occasion. This team is disjointed. They're not playing for each other. They're not playing for the names on the front of their jerseys. And hell, with the way that they've been shooting the ball, they're not playing for the names on the back of their jerseys. I don't know what I can look at from this team and say they're doing a good job besides. And I will give them this. Defensively, they've been good. But other than that, I see nothing here. I see nothing here. I will give them effort-wise, they play hard. Yes, they do not play with any cohesion on offense. They do not play with any type of, hey, I'm playing for you. You're playing for me. We're doing this thing together. We're in this thing together. And I hope they prove me wrong. But it, it appears to me that, ladies and gentlemen, we're seeing the last of Kevin Keats in real time. They do play hard. It just seems like there's so many pockets where they're just playing hard too late. They're trying to get back in the game yeah. too late. They're not built to play from behind. We've said this many times already this season. And it kind of jumps back to some of their early concerns before the season ever started. You know, we talked about, wow, the depth on this team is super attractive. You seem like you have several guys that can lead night in and night out. You can spread out the scoring. But there was still a little bit of concern about who exactly the main shooters, I guess you could say, would be. Well, we're now in late January, and we still don't have an answer to that. And that is, in large part, why we're seeing what we're seeing. And, Kenton, you mentioned the defense. The defense has been, surprisingly, the strong suit of this team, which is kind of the inverse of years past. We've been able to rely, at, on, at least at some point, on pretty consistent offense that would keep us in a game. But now the defense is straining and we're going down on the other end of the floor. We can't buy a bucket. You you saw the writing on the wall early for NC State in this one. They, they came out flat. They fell behind. And it's like, okay. And that, in large part, is why I made the business decision to turn it off at halftime. I, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it anymore. We'll touch more on apathy, like I mentioned, in just a second. But where we're at right now, we're not really seeing any real changes. We're not seeing many adjustments. We're certainly not seeing the execution because we are still a very poor shooting team. And that is now, they are who they are. They are a poor yeah. shooting team. Yeah. That is it's not a slump. It's not a slump. Point. Yes, it's not a slump because you, you were kind of holding out hope that maybe, you know, you go through a couple bad games. Every team at some point does. It's every game now. They're shooting right around 30%, sometimes lower. And you just, you're not going to win games. You simply won't. The defense can keep you in games, and they've had several, I guess, admirable comebacks in the second half. 
But at the end of the day, if you're not hitting shots, you're not going to win the ball game. You're not Virginia. You're not good enough to suffocate a team and then find ways to win that way. It hasn't been good enough. It's consistently not been good enough. The next couple games, it's interesting to see them as winnable games. Because at this point, it's like, do we really know anymore? Do, do we know if we can beat a Miami at home? Do Absolutely we know not. if you can beat it? Yeah, exactly. So all in all, not really going to get into the numbers of the game up at Syracuse. If you watched, you know. If you checked the box scores, you know. Yeah. No more moral victories. I could understand if, if your top guys were all down. Then I'd say, hey, you fought hard. You fought the good fight. You lost. We're in year seven, dude. Year seven and everybody's healthy. It's time. It's time. Another lackluster effort, another loss on the road, and another missed opportunity. And that was talking basketball for Monday on Locked on Wolfpack. Up next, we're talking about some of the apathy now that surrounds this basketball team after a quick word from our sponsors. Our first sponsor of the day is eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience That's what brings home the winning trophy, but it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers to roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. That's because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Middle portion of our Monday show Wanted to now talk about some of this apathy, and that's been kind of the uh, the buzzword here for a couple weeks. And some folks have said, of course, they've been on it for longer. But I mean, again, we're at the point here. It's like, how can you disagree with that? Really, you're you're in year seven. You're entering the end of January, early February. You were sitting near the top of the conference. Now you've already backed down to the middle of the pack, and you're playing very poorly at the moment. You can't get the wins that you need to get. Some of the games you felt like you should have had, you fumbled those away as well. You now have a three-game stretch. You have Miami at home on Tuesday night, a late one. A lot of folks have said, I don't know if anyone's going to show up for that one. It's going to be something to keep an eye on because I think the crowd that does show up for Miami, that will be a pretty accurate representation of where the fan base is currently at with this team. Everyone's tired of it. They're tired of mediocrity. They're tired of the lack of execution in every single game. You can't hit buckets. You can't score. You become a very boring team to watch that is also not winning basketball games. If you are boring like a Virginia, but you're still winning, sure, you can generate excitement off that. But when you're Coach Keats and you're the basketball team saying, come out, support our guys, get loud, and then you're it's stinker after stinker after stinker. It's like, well, I mean, from here on out, guys, We need to see something. You got to give us reasons to get fired up from here on out because it's hard. It's hard to get on here and discuss it. I mean, we're not really saying anything that hasn't already been said at this point, but it's it's hard to get on here and discuss it. We're a boring team that's losing games. There's no really bright spots in this team to inspire some confidence moving forward. I mean, I will say I've seen some comments on LJ Thomas. He needs more minutes. He's getting in. He cares. Casey Morsell cares he's still playing at a high energy level some of these other guys i mean not to completely put them on blast here but dj burns 
He looked checked out up in Syracuse. He looked a little bit disinterested. You can't have that. You're, you're <laughs> the face of this program at this point. You can't be checked out in a must-win game. So there's there's a lot that's gone wrong at this point, and the, the ship is sinking. There's no two ways. Of- I When you talk about apathy, right, I think people need to understand it's it's the quality of not caring, indifference, all that good stuff, you know, right. man. And the, the crazy part is that's how we felt about Keats coming into the season. Like, let's just be very honest. Let's just be very honest. You and I both said, I mean, hey, we're fine if they keep Keats, fine if they don't, you know, like not really a big deal one way or the other. I think you're moving past apathy and into a disdain. Anybody who knows this knows we aren't the sunshine crew. Grayson and Kenton aren't Wolfpack by a thousand people. We're not those people. However, even those people are starting to turn on Keats. It's it's undeniable. And I'm going to tell you something. My mother told me when I was a kid and uh, I got in trouble for talking in class. What a shocker, right? Kenton talks too much. But anyway, I got in trouble for talking in class. And I told my mom, that that teacher was lying on at parent-teacher conference. And she said, okay, we'll go to the next teacher. The next teacher said, Ken's gifted. He's smart. He does all the things that you want him to do. He just talks too much. I said, Ma, that teacher lying on me. She said, okay, let's go to the third teacher. They said, he's smart. He's gifted. He's all the things. He talks too much and he distracts other students. I said, Ma, she said, stop. All these people ain't lying on you. That's how I feel right now with Coach Keys. You tired of people saying your team is soft? You tired of people saying that your team can't do this and can't do that? Go out there and prove them wrong, brother. You have the ability. Do you think that anybody would be calling a team that is, let's say, how, how many games do you think that we would have won if we, we just shot decently? So I say all that to say this. The Wolfpack currently, of all their players playing double-digit minutes, have one player shooting 35% or above from deep. One. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, that, and again, it's there is just something off, and I get it. I know. I've been on teams that have lost a lot of games. The jokes aren't as funny. The ice isn't as cold. Nothing is as good. Nothing. Is as good when you're losing. But this team seems so disjointed and so fractured. This is the message I want them to take away. You're having your foxhole moment right now. Yeah. You're having your moment where everybody on the outside, including both of us, and I'll gladly say it, I would love to be proven wrong. I would love for y'all to go out there and show me something that I haven't seen yet. But you're having your foxhole moment where nobody believes because you've given people nothing to believe in. So with that being said, again, I think this is moving past apathy and to the point where everybody's saying, this is an, this is an untenable situation. You cannot bring Keats back. You just can't. If this continues in the direction we're currently seeing. You're on a three-game skid. You're firmly out of the tournament now. You, you, you fumbled solid positioning in the ACC standings, you could say. We have fans now asking almost every day, when is baseball season? Can we talk about baseball now? If I'm the basketball team hearing that, if that doesn't ignite something 
under you, then I don't know what will. A, a lot of folks have completely checked out of basketball. And who are we to sit here and blame them at this point? You can't blame them. But that's where we're at now. So, again, like Kenton said, we would love to be proven wrong. We would love for them to get off of the mat and go on a win streak here. They got a steep road ahead of them, but it's not its not impossible. Last week we talked about the, the basketball team sitting in a similar spot as the football team after that Durham loss that we've referenced literally a billion times since October. And we talked about what kind of season does the basketball team want to have? You found yourself in this tough spot. Things are not going well. You're running out of time to re to rewrite the ship here. Which way are you going to go with it? You've got three games at home here. You're going to find out what kind of fight they have in them, I believe, this week and bleeding into next. you got three home games before you go on the road at Wake, who would love some get back. You go on the road at Clemson. Clemson, after last year, I'm sure looks at us like food. You're going to find out how bad this team wants to right the ship this week. You're going to see it on Tuesday, and you're going to see it on Saturday. If they want to fight, you'll see it. If they've mailed it in, you'll see that too. But that's where we're at right now. And it's a shame that we got here. It's a shame that we're we're in the, uh, you know, this is this this feels like King the Conqueror, and we're looking at different variants of the, of the same yeah. season. We're looking at the one that just made that one wrong turn that just could never recover at the moment. It's a shame to see. Up next, we're going to round out our Monday show with a brighter basketball talk. We're talking about the women's team went on the road to Boston College and secured another road win. And we're talking about them after a quick word from our sponsors. Our second sponsor of the day is FanDuel. Happy two weeks of Super Bowl anticipation to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, in the living room, with the best snacks, all of it. But you can also place some super bets to go with that Super Bowl. If you're into prop bets like myself, get on over to FanDuel. FanDuel has so many different ways for you to win the season with a W, or two, or three, or four. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, FanDuel also has bets for anytime touchdown scores, over-unders on points being scored, and so much more. New customers, you can join today and get $200 back in bonus bets, which is an uptick from our usual $150. $200 back in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Rounding out our Monday show, talking about some quality basketball being played. That's Westmore and the women's team. They went on the road to Boston College and knocked off the Golden Eagles by a score of 82-61 to 61 on Sunday. And these girls are playing really good basketball. If you want to tune into some good basketball being played by NC State, make sure you're watching the women's team play. If you want to still get into March Madness this year as an NC State fan, women's basketball may be the place for you. Madison Hayes. Absurd stat line on Sunday. 14 points, 14 boards, 14 boards. She has been on an absolute tear lately. Isaiah James has been on an absolute tear lately. She's put up another 24 in this game. Sanaya Rivers had 15 of her own. Mimi Collins, I don't think, is being talked about enough. She had 17 and 7. 20-plus point win on the road. They keep it rolling. You remember that stat that I gave you? about the men's team and their shooting struggles and how 
They had one player shooting above uh, 40%. That was from deep, or I'm sorry, 35% from deep that uh, was playing double-digit minutes per game. It's three on the women's team. Yeah. Three. Not only that, they're the only team in the nation with five players averaging double digits. And do you know what our sixth leading score is averaging? 9.7. That's what real depth looks like. That's what real talent looks like in terms of coaching. Wes Moore is putting on a coaching masterclass, but more importantly, these players are doing what they need to do and they're being themselves. Sanaya Rivers has realized, you know what? Maybe the deep ball ain't it for me this year, but I can impact the game in other ways. And she's doing it at an amazing clip. You know, to me, I I look at this team and I say to myself, even including the letdowns, let's be very honest about where this team is versus where everybody thought they'd be. Pick to finish eighth. And now we got uh, the coach who calls our gym small, calls our fans classless in uh, Banghart coming on through the old barn. And I'll tell you what, you may be apathetic. You may be upset. You may be riled up, disappointed, defeated, downright pissed at Keats and the men. But what's more in these women? Oh, that old barn better be rocking. That sound meter better be through the roof every time, every single time that those girls in baby blue got the ball. Obviously, you're going to see UNC every single year. I really feel like they're about to see them at a great point in this season for the women's team. They're starting to pick back up momentum after stumbling a little bit down in Miami about a week and a half ago. You got River Baldwin back. I don't. I still don't think she's at 100%, but she's getting there. And once she gets there, this team will be back at 100%. Now you welcome in this UNC team that just dropped a dud to Virginia on the road. And of course, this game doesn't really take much to get the crowd into it. The comments from UNC's coach Banghart uh, in the past obviously have not been forgotten and probably won't be forgotten as long as she is at the helm there in Chapel Hill. And Westmore's comments after the game at Boston College basically saying, you know, their coach called our fan base classless. Well, we're going to show them what classless is when they come to town. You better believe Reynolds is going to be popping. It should be a great game. I mean, UNC has played good basketball this year. But this PAC women's team is really starting to take it up a notch. Small steps backward at certain points of the year, but I think they're really about to hit a stride here. And you might see them begin that stride when UNC comes into town on Thursday. It's funny being called classless by uh, a head coach at UNC because classless implies that you lack class, like you don't have classes, like there are classes that are illegitimate – you know what? Never mind. We ain't going to go into that. Long story short, Westmore and the women are carried. I don't want to talk about baseball yet. I want to talk about these ladies getting it done on the heart. That'll do it for us here on Monday. As always, be sure to hit that like button. Drop your comments in the comment box. Tell us where you currently stand on the Pac-Men's basketball team. I have a feeling on what all the comments will say. But regardless, if you got it on your chest, get it off your chest. Put it in that comment box. Let us know how you're thinking and feeling. 
and let us know what you think of the Pack women's basketball team. They're on a tear right now and certainly no signs of slowing down. That'll do it for us here on Monday. Make sure to hit that subscribe button if you have not already. Until tomorrow, go Pack. Go Pack. Thank <laughs> you.